Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. Today I'm joined by an acquaintance, and I'd like to say friend, who's been in the Your Life Choices podcast previously. In 2016, Samuel Johnson received the Order of Australia for Services to Cancer Support Organisations and the Performing Arts. An actor, voiceover artist, philanthropist, and I'd like to say survivor through the highs and lows of not just the entertainment industry, but also personally as well. Samuel's been part of our lives for decades. Big screen, small screen, radio, stage. Samuel has always brought his acting skills and always brought them from the heart. And now he's drawn on high-profile Australian couples to talk about the love they have for their partners. The collection is called Dear Lover, edited by Samuel Johnson, our special guest. Welcome, mate. Dixie, so good to be with you again. Now, the last time we saw each other was at the Victoria Market. Yeah, yeah, one of my one of my favourite stomping grounds. I believe I'm a Melbourne boy, um, and and I used to live above the gun shop around the corner from the Victoria Market. And um, I consider myself, like, even though I'm a country boy now, um, if I have any attachment in the city of Melbourne, it would be to the North Melbourne area and the markets. It's a beautiful spot. What were you doing there? Don't know. <laughs> no, you, you, you had, like, a, a book signing or you had some books there? Um, I did a fundraiser with these people that make donuts at the Vic Market. Boy, do you see the line up there, mate? That's the, yeah. that's the business we've got to get into. Oh, tell me about it. And um, so... It, it, you find out that these people like your charity. You know, when 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 Malcolm Turnbull, I think it was Malcolm Malcolm Turnbull's missus mm-hmm. Lucy, mm-hmm. she really likes our charity. And every now and then, someone someone will come up and say, "Oh, you know that donut place?" And you'll be like, "The one I went oh, to, yeah. the one I went to for twenty years." Yeah. You know, you mean that one? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, they're villagers." Yeah. Like, and and so yeah, we've done a fundy there. How do you define love? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I, I struggle to define it. I'm not sure what it means. Who can? I mean, uh, writers from way back, every song that's been written about, you know, love, I mean, it's very hard to define, isn't it? It's, it's, it's an emotion which is uh, the, the antidote to, to hate. Um, yes, and it's, it's part truth and part lie um, because we, we grow up with fairy tales that romanticise the notion of love. And then when we get into adult life, we're not prepared properly for the nuances of love because we've been uh, brought up believing that love will complete us. And I don't think you can love until you've learned how to complete yourself. Mate, you've had so many incredible ups and downs, not only in the business, um, but also personally, and we're not going to trash through all that stuff, but how hell have you survived? Has it been love? Um, oh, I've had it. I've had it my whole life. I've survived well with a lot of love. I mean, at the end of the day, when you meet your maker, if you get if you get the luxury of a couple of seconds before you die, you, you ask yourself two questions. I think, how well was I loved? How well did I love? And that's the only true measure, I think, in your final hour. You know, I think that's all that really matters. Um, and and we've all got direct small circles and we've all um, chosen to love 
um, who we love. You choose your family, you know, like we're not talking about genealogical love or family love. We're talk I'm talking about choosing to have someone in your life. Um, so I find it very confusing because I'm not sure I believe in the, in, in, in the definition of love and I'm not sure that I know what the definition of love is. So, But at the same time, I feel qualified to curate a book of letters called Dear Lover, perhaps because of that position. Let's talk about this beautiful book, and it is beautifully put together. Boy, I tell you what, this this is this is the one to give on uh, Valentine's Day and, and for presents, uh, that is for sure. Um, how did you come to get the concept for this book for a start? And then I'm going to ask you some other questions okay. like... This might not go down very well, but I'll be honest about what happened with you, Dixie, because we are friends. Mate, if, if nothing else, Samuel Johnson is a very, very honest person, and that's what we love about him, don't we? <laughs> I did pitch... Uh, I pitched an idea to the publisher called Dear Dickhead... Um, and I thought it would. I always thought about me. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. You approached me. And um, so the idea, I think, for Dear Lover came from the publisher themselves after they just said no to Dear Dickhead. Oh. <laughs> so what would Dear Dickhead be about? Well, I imagine that you could write the letter to a complete stranger, someone who was driving ahead of you and did did something idiotic in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I imagine that, like with Dear Lover, Dear Santa, Dear, uh, you know, like with all of them, you'd open up a can of worms. And do we not all have uh, a dickhead in our lives in moments? We might not have a regular dickhead in our lives, but there are moments when you, when you meet someone and you think, what at all, right? And I've got access to a lot of comedians. and Many of them live very close to you. They do. And, and getting, the, getting them to kind of get behind an idea like that really fascinates me. I've got to, I, I, I feel in my gut that that would do better than all of our other books and Dear Santa was our most successful. Let's get back to what did happen, which is Dear Lover. Uh, and we'll leave the other one to maybe later on. Yeah. But uh, a collection of love letters... Not only people in the entertainment industry, but but others as well. Yes, exactly. So so it's notable notables. They can be in any profession. They can they can be showbiz types. They can be entrepreneurs. They can and and in this book they also happen to be indigenous. They happen to be transgender. They happen to be young. They happen to be gay. They happen to be whatever. I don't like playing the label game. But this is a very inclusive book. I wanted it to be a broad look at love. Uh, at the hearts of these notable notables, and it, and it, you don't have to be a showbiz type. It does help when Grant Denyer and Shazzy Denyer decide to write a love letter to each other. Um, it helps me sell the book, um, but I'm trying to do more than just stack it with names. Um, now, admittedly, there is a commercial reality that uh, that these books are. The publisher is going to respond kindly if Adam Gilchrist, the cricketer, takes a dive into his past for me. Absolutely. I don't want to name names, but a lot of the people you must have approached, some might have said no. Oh, you get lots of no's and uh, you get lots of people that you don't hear back from and you get lots of people that say... It's just plain rude. They're going in the next book, the dickhead book. Uh, yeah, and you, get, and you get a lot of people that say yes and then don't do it. Ah. Um, so, so it's 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 interesting every time what you get because the thing about celebrities or notables is is asking them to come for a whole evening at a fundraiser is a big ask. They're very busy. They've got a limited amount of hours in the day. I understand a whole night. So I keep my ask really small. Oh, would you mind spending ten minutes writing this letter? 
So, so I get 10 minutes off them all. And, and I create an evening out of that because, because the only way I'm going to have any traction with these celebrities, and many of them I haven't met, the only way I'm going to have traction with these celebrities if I, is if I keep my ask small. And so this is a really effective way to leverage their celebrity to raise money for cancer research by not asking too much of them. Now I'll get to the uh, philanthropic motivation behind the book Samuel shortly, but uh, there seems to be someone missing in here. You. Oh, no, I'm in there. Are hey, you? Yeah, let me, let, oh. Hey, let me show you. Oh. It's page 10. At page 10, right. Um, Folks, this book is really I'm just so gonna, beautifully I'm put together. I'm going to read you one sentence. Please go. Oh, more if you wish. No, no just because I'd be a wanker if I read my own letter. Like, there's such no, good... No, 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 no. You're amongst friends. Look at me. <laughs> I know, but you know, still. Game show, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about. Oh, were you in the car before I came here? <laughs> um, I hope. Um, I, it's just one sentence. I hope you live longer than me because I don't want to watch you die, which is the only way I could lose you. Oh, Samuel, that's sensational. And that was to uh, that to my long-term partner of ten years, M. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's that really is beautiful. Now, the money raised from the book. Goes to cancer research, precision medicine, more, more precisely. We do donate to the Zero uh, Foundation and we do donate to the Connie Johnson Breast Cancer Lab, um, but precision medicine is what we're all about. It's, um, the whole world's moving towards it, not just for cancer, for everything. Um, and uh, my sister should have received it 10 years ago and didn't. And if you get cancer today and want to receive it, you still don't get it. It's still unavailable. So um, the whole world's moving towards it. And I think the time is now. So uh, the money sold from uh, every copy of Dear Lover goes towards precision medicine, which saves a lot of money. Precision medicine, just explain, expand on that. Let me try and be really simple. It's a, basically a genomic thing. We treat the disease, not the patient. Um, and, and precision medicine also eradicates false lines of treatment, allowing us to put the cancer patient on the right drug first time every time. Now, my sister went through a false line of treatment. It takes three months of administering that medicine that doesn't work to see whether it's having a demonstrable effect on the size of the tumour. If it's not working, we call it a false line of treatment and we move on. Mm. Um, my sister's first line of treatment failed, her second line failed, her third line failed, and on her fourth line, we found the right drug, but it was too late. Now, if she had been offered precision medicine, we could have put her on that right drug first time, perhaps saved her life and saved... Uh, how many squillions on medications that don't work so so that's a summary of precision medicine it's a genomic thing and we need to map this and someone was very rude to me last week they said we're not going to be mapping all our cancer patients in your lifetime and I, I say no so so every copy sold goes towards the rollout of precision medicine well that is sensational now I know you've raised how, how much I know it's over 10, 10 million dollars now how many 16. Oh, isn't that... Oh, Samuel. I, I'm, I'm just... You, you must be so thrilled within your heart to, to know that you're doing something positive as part from just talking about it, but, you know, whether it be riding on your unicycle all the way from Sydney to Melbourne, etc., and raising a million dollars plus, um, to, uh, to to doing all the other philanthropic work right down to, to Dear Lover. Yeah, but... I, I know I, you don't take those sort of words very, very well. No, I want to I wanna, I wanna raise a million a month. Yeah. Not 1.5 million a year. I know what to do. 
I've spoken to all the scientists and researchers. I'm, I'm, I know exactly what they need. I know exactly what to do, and 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 I need a million a month to roll this out. So, so yes, it's it's great. But how do I how do how do I turn our enterprise, our our, our village, our gathering, um, how do we turn that from 1.5 million a year to a million a month? Yesterday. Well, we start by selling this book, Dear Lover. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if people buy it from us at loveyoursister.org and they click on market, a lot more will go to cancer vanquishment. So, so when you buy a copy in the bookstores or the, or the big w, w or whatever, we get about a dollar from that. If you buy it from us, the publisher charges us very little for the, for the concrete copy of that book. A lot more. I don't just mean a bit more. A lot more. So where do they go? It's cancer vanquishment. So go to loveyoursister.org and click on market. Also, if people buy it from us, we'll include an insert of a letter that was too late for deadline. And also, I'm happy to sign any copies. Just leave me a note in the order comments. Wow. What a... You really do wear your heart on your sleeve, don't you? I say thank you well now because I've learnt how to say thank you well because I've had a lot of people to thank. And so people ask me to sign their book or do or leave me a comment in the order comments. I've got a three-stage process that I go through. On the first stage, um, they get a big stamp, an ink stamp. On the second stage, they get um, neon love hearts and two stickers. And on the third stage, they get a hand-drawn um, a cartoon kind of thing uh, along with a reply of their message so I do orders in batches of 50 and um, I've got a three-step process that I go through for anyone that has bothered to order with us um, so the time that I'm not spending going around hawking these things and, and sitting on the project desk and talking to you is spent back in my study making sure that I get back to these generous people uh, appropriately because I've learned how to say thank you I spent the first 20 years of my life learning how to say sorry and I've just spent the last 20 years of my life learning how to say thank you. Samuel Johnson, OAM, uh, you're an absolute uh, positive light in this world and in a world which is full of horrible things at the moment, something like Dear Lover is a ray of sunshine. Thank you so much for putting it together. How long did it take to get it all together? Um, they, these things usually take about a year, so it took about 12 months. Go to loveyoursister.org. That's the place to go. Go to... Uh, Marketing, was it? Yeah, please click on market. Yeah. Go on, go on market and get a copy of this book. It is so beautifully bound. It's a proper book. Like, it's in bookstores. Yeah. It's not just a charity thing. Yeah. Like, it's a proper, like, like, like it has a proper publisher. And yeah. It's like, got proper words and everything. Yeah, like, it's a real book. It's not, like, self-published or anything. Samuel, I get it. It's a gorgeous book. Yeah, You've got to go but, and get one. But the reason it's gorgeous is because it's not self-published, because they really know what they're doing, those publishers. They, they make a fine book, so I didn't want people to think that hey, it's just... on the cover? Mate. Oh, that's Sean Tan. He won an Academy Award for his illustrations and he's a Melbourne-based artist and I've got so much respect for him. And, and, and if you haven't seen a Sean Tan book... Mate, I hate to sound like Molly Meldrum, but do yourself a favour, Sean. I'm a huge fan of Sean Tan. Like, it's ridiculous. I can't believe he's even drawing for us and giving him... You know, I'll tell you something that no one knows. This critter that we've used on all of these books by Sean Tan, this critter, which is throughout this book and in a number of different... Like, it's not the same critter. They're all Sean Tan. Oh. It's a self-portrait of himself, but he hasn't told anyone. That's a self-portrait of him. Yes. Uh, so, so, okay. so we just pretend it's an innocent little little critter, yeah. and 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 we're very grateful to have it. But but what no one knows is these critters are him. 
Okay, okay. Well, look, it's on the front cover. It, it, it's a... <laughs> now, now, right? now I'm looking at it. It's, um, thank goodness we're not halfway through a dinner and a, and a bottle of red, mate, because uh, I think I'd be... get stuck for half an hour on that one. Yeah, it's, it's looking at me now. I'm a bit starstruck about that. I, had to, I met him face to face and asked him and uh, like... I... Nothing like that, though. No, no, he doesn't look like he's self-portrait at all. We're playing far too hard now. <laughs> Dear Lover is the book edited by Samuel Johnson, OAM. It's a magnificent uh, book with people such as Adam Gilchrist, uh, Limo, uh, Jackie Tamby. My God, you have covered all the church, haven't you? Um, uh, Michaela Banas, um, Shelley, uh, people you know, people you don't know, people you'd want to know. Um, and it's a, a book that's very important in 2013. 23 because it's about love and Samuel if nothing else mate you are about love oh, mate thank you very much Tixie. It's, um we, we try to vanquish cancer with love and we do it with joy because it, you know what it might take our loved ones but it won't take our joy keep fighting the good fight brother thank you Dixie. Samuel Johnson our special guest today on Your Life Choices mate thank you so much we'll catch you next time on Your Life Choices Your Life Choices